0: All right, there is no reason this movie isn't possibly a real-life movie, all right? Because in this movie, yes, she can talk to dolphins, or more accurately, she understands the thoughts of dolphins. Mm -hmm. But, this is clear, she doesn't know why, and later it's revealed that it's not just her that can listen to the thoughts of dolphins. So therefore, it's just dolphins deciding who gets to talk with them, which I think is kind of neat.
1: She has the confidence of dolphins. She has
0: the confidence of dolphins.
1: decom duo podcast
0: we're the decom duo
1: i'm kelsey
0: i'm benji
1: we're the decom duo you're
0: listening to the decom duo
1: hooray the
0: decom duo
1: welcome to our episode on a ring of endless light
0: ooh, i don't know why we said ooh there but
1: because it's it's a movie
0: it's a movie oh my god and it is actually a movie like, yeah. it, it doesn't really feel like other decomps in terms of the fact that there's not really a plot. It's a character study movie, at least in my opinion. There is a plot, there but a plot. it's... The whole plot feels like it could have been done in a 24-minute 24 epi- 24 episode of H.U.O.
1: You're right, it could have.
0: And the whole plot would not have to change a single story beat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's really, to stretch it out in that... L- longer period of time it's gotta be just a character study.
1: Yeah. I do agree, it does feel different than other decons. I think it's the tone that the like the overarching tone of it is like, this is a decon? This we, used to play on Disney Channel?
0: We noted this uh way back when we watched it for the first time, but how many Disney Channel original movies have a character who's on screen and has lines die?
1: Like I'm pretty sure two.
0: Yeah, so this is one of them,
1: and he actually dies on screen. Yep, which is insane to me.
0: And this is a Disney Channel original movie.
1: We couldn't believe it when it happened the first time because this was uh, not like too late, and it was pretty is fairly early in the marathon for us. But also, we're like, they're never gonna die. Who's gonna die on screen in a decom? It's a decom. This one they
0: do. <laughs> and not only that there's also some nature documentary footage that is probably too risque for most disney nature documentaries
1: oh my god we're
0: we'll Do get to that
1: live birds and nature documentaries
0: probably i haven't seen enough of them
1: i haven't either but this
0: is yeah we see a real i mean if it's animated they chose some choice no, things for animated no way.
1: that looked way too real to be animated <laughs>
0: but yeah um if you ever wanted to have a love triangle drama that doesn't get like really ended
1: really resolved it
0: doesn't quite resolve all the way surrounding a live dolphin birth this is the movie for you
1: for you dang this is the movie for me let me tell you
0: kelsey is a fan (laughs) of romance
1: i'm a fan of this movie if I had found this movie in my youth, oh man, all bets are off. This would have been my Even shit. Even
0: more of a mermaid girl.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I was real into H2O mm-hmm. in my youth, so this would have been right on my alley.
0: Well, most of our audience is also into H2O. I hope so. I mean, I'm generalizing, but let's be real.
1: <laughs> After we watch all the DCOMs, we're going to watch every episode of H2O, right?
0: Maybe you will. I won't podcast it. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing against H2O. I have enjoyed the I episodes I've sat on it.
1: That was another thing we watched it during the pandemic was H two O. Benji less so, but
0: yeah, I would go and do homework because I was in school.
1: Yeah, I was also in school, but I wanted to watch H two O. All right, let's let's get into Ring of Endless Light, shall we? Yeah. Let's get into some uh, decom dual factos. Oh well, before
0: we do that, oh what we got. No fan mail. Oh,
1: yeah. Benji wants to insert time for fan mail, except we don't have any fan mail. So please
0: send us mail if you want to talk about anything DCOM related. If you have any thoughts about Ring of Endless Light, we can talk about that here. If you have any thoughts about what our next DCOM is, we always announce that at the end of the podcast. So you can get that and we can get some questions about that right away or just anything you want to share. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, You can reach out to us on the DCOM duo. At gmail.com. We also have active social media accounts. Like you can comment on our TikTok.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Kelsey runs that.
1: I run the TikTok. It's
0: the Decom Duo, but with underscores in between. Yeah, you
1: can't have spaces. But if you just search the Decom Duo, you'll probably find it. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Now are you ready for some Decom Duo Factos?
0: Let's do some Decom Duo Factos. DCOM presented, Duo by
1: Duo Factos. <laughs>
0: presented
1: by Us. Presented by us. All right. A Ring of Endless Light was released August 23rd, 2002.
0: Makes sense. This is a summer movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is the 40th decom
0: released. So
1: they already had 40 by 2002.
0: That's kind of insane to me to think about yeah. because that means they've already fell into a decom formula and this still breaks it.
1: Yeah. Um, it is directed by Greg Beeman. He has directed quite a few DComs.
0: Real, I don't, that surprised me a little bit.
1: First off, he directed Under Wraps, the OG. The
0: original. The
1: OG DCom. Okay. Very first one. Uh, he also directed Horse Sense. Gotcha. Miracle in Lane Two. The Ultimate Christmas Present. Mhm. And Brink.
0: So kind of like the OG. Guy for, like he, early like a level decom run. run.
1: Yeah, he had a good run of early decoms. He's also done like a bunch of shows, but I didn't really go into those. So, yeah, so pretty cool. He 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 directed a fair bit of decoms. All right, our cast. Our main character Vicky is played by Misha Barton. Um, there wasn't a lot I recognized that she's been in. I saw that she was in the OC, mm-hmm. which I've never watched. I've but heard
0: of it. Yeah, I don't know what I've it's really it. about.
1: Yeah, I've heard of it, I don't know, uh, so she hasn't done a whole lot.
0: Want to talk about her for a quick second? Yeah. I wish we did know something else to her thing, because I really want to know if she was doing a voice in this, or that's just what she sounds like, because she has- Oh an...
1: my god, she's like, it's like kind of an attitude, but not-
0: It's it's an accent, and I don't know how to describe it, it's unlike it any other accent like, I've really heard.
1: It sounds like she's just like snarky. I don't know, it makes me not like her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, One of our love interests, Adam, is played by the DCOM King, Ryan Merriman himself.
0: We might need to do a draft at some point to really see who the real DCOM King is, get some teams going, but we both agree Ryan Merriman is a first-round choice. Oh,
1: Ryan Merriman is fantastic. He, of course, stars in Smart House mm-hmm. and Luck of the Irish, two other DCOMs. He's only in three. This is the third one. And I didn't realize that Ring of Endless Light was after Luck of the Irish, so this was his last one. I don't know why in my mind I thought it was before Luck of the Irish, I mean, but he looks after.
0: older in this one than he does in the other. I others. thought
1: he looked older in Luck of the Irish, but I'm wrong.
0: Yeah. He is Genuinely he does every single time there he's in a decom, he absolutely kills it.
1: I like all three that I feel.
0: I feel like his performance is a notable positive in all three. For sure. So like has he done anything else?
1: The only thing I really recognized was Final Destination 3. He's done a few other things, but, like, nothing big that I really was like, oh, shit, he was in that? Like, no.
0: He's also ho- the host of the best click hole article we've ever read.
1: <laughs> you want to say the title?
0: Um, Wow, Ryan Merriman got hot, but now he's not again. You missed the window.
1: Yeah, apparently there was a window where Ryan Merriman was hot, which I think he was a pretty good looking teen. I don't know how old he was when this was made how, when was Ryan? He
0: said his character was 16.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't mean he was.
0: So, it's August 23, 2002. He was
1: born in 1983.
0: So, he's like 19, he, right?
1: Yeah, he was 19. Assuming that they filmed around there. So, he was like 18, 19. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he was the best looking in Ring of Endless like, compared to the other movies. Because, like, Smart he's House, a- he was a kid. So yeah. Duh. Uh Lucky the Irish is like, okay, he's sitting puberty. Ring him Man the Slight is like, that's a cute boy. Well, he may cute. have been
0: through puberty the whole time, but that's how they like stage him, you yeah.
1: know? I'm saying, if I was a teenager and I found this movie, I'd be like, Damn, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Ryan Merriman is
1: over ten years older than me. It, I think mean, he's still pretty good looking. I don't know.
0: You you don't think you missed the window?
1: So, no. I mean, he's almost forty. So maybe I did miss the window.
0: Let's say Ryan Merriman popped right through the door right now. And first off, we would invite him into the podcast. He ask
1: me to marry him. Is that that where this is going? Because yes.
0: Yes. You would take him over me. Of course
1: I would marry Ryan Merriman. Over me. Yes.
0: Okay. I can't blame you.
1: (laughs) Hello? It's Ryan Merriman. It's Ryan Merriman. We used to just call him Smart House House, Kid.
0: Smart House Boy.
1: Uh, And then we learned his name.
0: He's just too important to not just continuously call him Smart House Boy. All
1: right. Now, y'all thought I was excited for Ryan Merriman. Our other love interest, Zachary Gray. His last name's important. Zachary Gray. He is played by Jared Padalecki. I could not believe it. When we first put on this movie like two years ago... And we're watching it, and the opening credits are coming. It shows you on the bottom who's playing who, and I saw Jared Padalecki is in this movie. Oh, my God. Little baby teenage Jared Padalecki. He, if anyone doesn't know, is in Supernatural. By far his biggest role. He hasn't done a ton else.
0: <laughs> it's Yeah, Jared Padalecki's done Supernatural. I really haven't seen any of Supernatural. I haven't seen anything else other than this that he's in, but I know based on you and others reactions you have a poster of him in your childhood bedroom
1: well yeah
0: <laughs> you, you,
1: supernatural posters so yeah
0: that that should say all we really need to say yeah
1: i never finished supernatural but i watched a lot of it and Does uh, anyone talk ever oh about, about, uh, a fucking choice of boys here oh my god
0: how would you choose
1: i don't know they're both such, they're both so cute they're both such good choices <laughs> This is the luckiest girl in the world, I swear. Uh, apparently, Jared Padalecki was also on Friday the 13th. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and then just some other movies and shows, but, like, biggest one is Supernatural. Well, I mean, he's, far.
0: like, a lead in that show. Yeah,
1: I think he is, like, counted as the lead, but it's him and Jensen Ackles are, like, really... yeah. I'm pretty so. sure it's
0: two leading guys, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, next we have The Grandpa. He is played by James Whitmore. Um, So he's, he was in a bunch of, like, older stuff I didn't recognize, but a few things that I did recognize were The Shawshank Redemption. Okay. uh, Planet of the Apes and Oklahoma. Okay. Um, I don't know how big of roles he has in these movies, but those were in his filmography, so. I mean,
0: those are very big and, like, culturally important films and shows yeah. so so pretty cool yeah Kind again of, this
1: is just kind of like older actor you just kind of assume that they've done stuff
0: i'm just looking right now um he was an oscar away from an egot really and he got two oscar nominations
1: it's incredible because he's got
0: an emmy a grammy and a tony And he got two...
1: He was on Broadway? I guess he was in Oklahoma, so I can assume that he can sing.
0: Yeah, the picture of him on here is an old, like, him in the 50s. So, I think he was a big deal.
1: It's really cool. This is
0: kind of fun to look into, because we were just recently talking about Halloween Town and how Debbie Reynolds is big, but we don't really know. I didn't know about this guy at all, but now I'm, like, looking at his page, and it's it's kind of a big deal.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Okay. Um... So now moving on to the other little siblings. Susie is played by Scarlett Palmers. Uh, she's not really in much else I recognize. And Rob is played by Soren Fulton. And he's done even less.
0: Those are the two siblings. Yeah, the two Honestly, little siblings.
1: Um, I did see that uh, Soren Fulton, who plays Rob, apparently he was in Bones. So I'm putting that in there for our friend Bay because she likes Bones.
0: Probably just like a one-off character for one yeah, episode. Probably.
1: Um. So... Fun facts. You said this movie a lot reminds you of H2O. Mm-hmm. It was filmed in Australia.
0: That makes sense so. to me.
1: Boom. That's why, you, that's why you recognize it. Not really, but. Um, so the only thing really I'd talk about is that this movie was based on a book. Uh, it's based on the 1980 novel by Madeline L'Engle. L'Engle. Engel. Um and apparently the book is very different from the movie. It's a lot darker than the movie.
0: I'm just thinking to myself, if you're an author and you're like wrote a book you're proud of it, you're like maybe this is going to get a movie deal one day. And then 20 years later, Disney Channel is like, "Can we make a toned-down version of your book for a movie?" I would do it. I mean, yeah, it's money, but also like I wonder if that's kind of disappointing.
1: I wonder if there were fans of the book that were, like, disappointed. Probably. Probably. Yeah. All right. So, in the book, um, a family friend has just died while trying to save the life of Vicky's troubled friend, Zachary Gray. So, apparently, Zachary, in the book, tried to commit suicide. Oh. And... I I can
0: see why they don't put that on Disney Channel. Yeah. Even though they put some other questionable stuff on there, that's above.
1: Yeah. Shortly thereafter, a baby dolphin dies. And a marine biologist of Vicky's acquaintance, I thought the sentence doesn't really make sense, but uh, she's nearly killed in an accident, and a sick girl suffers a seizure and dies in Vicky's arms. So people are dying left and right in this book, and apparently there's another love interest. A third? That, well, Adam wasn't a love interest in the book. He, like, wasn't interested in Vicky. He was still there. Okay. But he wasn't a love interest. It was like it was Zachary and then this other boy were like trying to get Vicky's attention. And also apparently her parents are in the book the whole time and they're actually really supportive of her instead of like trying to make her go to a different school. Um, Also in the book, the grandpa's illness was not a secret and she like basically knew that he was going to die the whole time.
0: Uh Makes sense. So death
1: left (laughs) and right here. Crazy. Very different from the movie, which, yeah, you can't make that a DCOM.
0: Well then why do they try and go for this source material?
1: Yeah, I, mean, I don't think there's anything about drift nets in the book.
0: Really? Yeah. That's the entire plot. Yeah. Like.
1: I mean, it's a really easy plot for, like, let's save marine life. Oh, bad fishermen using bad net. They all I'm pretty sure they also do the same exact thing in H2O.
0: I just feel like if they wanted a movie like this and they're going to change this much about it. Why make it off of an existing property?
1: Oh. Uh, I think a lot of DCOMs are like secretly based on books that we don't even realize.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Geek Charming was too. I just remember that. We
0: need to uh, compile a list of all the book based ones. That would be good to know.
1: That would be good to know. Yeah.
0: Here's a facto, an extra facto for oh, you.
1: Extra facto.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Coming from Benji. This means Kelsey missed something in her research.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Tisk. Tisk. I didn't do a lot of research.
0: Uh, Madeline Langle uh, was the author of A Ring of Endless Light, and, y'all know another book she read? Not read. She wrote?
1: Yeah.
0: A Wrinkle in Time.
1: Ooh. Same author.
0: Same author. Also wrote, A Wind in the Door, A Swiftly Tilting Planet, Many Waters, Acceptable Time. I don't know, waters, I
1: don't know those. I don't know those.
0: It says her works reflect both her Christian faith and her strong interest in modern science. Bones What's the Bridge... What?
1: Well, that is Ring of Endless Lake to a T. Yep. <laughs> At least the movie. I don't know about the book, but yeah, that sounds like Ring of Endless Lake to me. All right. You ready for the Disney Plus description? Let's go. All right. 16-year-old Vicky Austin is faced with the impending death of her beloved grandfather, who is suffering from leukemia. In hopes of briefly forgetting her troubles, Vicky begins assisting a handsome young researcher named Adam, who works with sea mammals. Handsome. She soon discovers that she has a unique ability to communicate with dolphins. Um, First off, off the bat, if I was just like a 16-year-old reading this, I definitely would have watched this movie. I think this description slaps. We,
0: we know this is a movie made for you, but it was before your time. And yes. now you just got to re-experience it, and you had to live with the fact that you wanted to watch it when you were 12.
1: Yeah. Um. Also description lies because it says uh vicky is faced with the impending death of her grandfather for like over half the movie she doesn't even know that he's dying mm-hmm. so it's not she's not like trying to brief. it's just in hopes of briefly forgetting her troubles she goes and hangs out with the dolphins and and handsome boy adam that's not what happened
0: they must have just copied the description from the book
1: a little yeah so that's weird but whatever. That when is these,
0: that is weird. The more this I think is Halloween
1: about Town all over again when they're like, it's Marty's birthday. No, it was not. It was not her birthday.
0: <laughs> I think Disney Plus descriptions are just hamming it in.
1: They are just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck?
0: Disney Plus, if you're listening, let us write your descriptions.
1: Who fact checks these? It should be us. Yeah. Who else has seen every decom?
0: No one. No one. Not a single person in the world.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not.
0: Zero people.
1: All right. You ready to dive into the movie?
0: Let's go. Time to go. Scene by scene. Time, to,
1: time to dive into the ocean.
0: Time to decom deep dive.
1: Into the ocean with the dolphins.
0: Into the ring of endless decom.
1: Ooh. That's good. It wasn't. No. 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 <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> just because I say something with a cadence of it being funny doesn't mean it was funny.
1: You, you get me a lot. This is, I think, this is why I am dating you.
0: You <laughs> look a lot funnier because I just say things in a slightly silly voice.
1: All right. So let's go. Let's go into the movie now. So we open up. Uh, we're in the water, and there is like bubbles, and the title like fades in, like waves a little bit, like oh, ring of endless light. You see the sun, whatever. Uh, we see our main character, Vicky, swimming in. She is a mermaid. Who hasn't had a dream where they're a mermaid? I definitely have because I was influenced heavy, heavily by H2O.
0: I bleed the fifth.
1: Oh, okay. She's having this magic dream that she's like a mermaid. She's doing some flips. She's swimming with the fishies. She's having a good time. All of a sudden, there's a net. Oh, my gosh. She gets caught in the net. And then she wakes up. This couldn't be foreshadowing to anything.
0: There's definitely no chance of anyone or any creature of the sea getting caught by a net.
1: By a net?
0: That's not the entire plot.
1: No. Alright, so she's on a boat. <laughs> she's boating into an island. And her her little brother's there. His name's Rob. And he has some bugs in a jar. He loves bugs.
0: The siblings of the main characters are both one-dimensional characters, and the only reason yes. I'm really pointing that out is, shockingly for a Disney Channel original movie, they're probably the only really one-dimensional characters that are, like, actual characters.
1: Yeah. They, like, have a role in the movie. Yep. Rob a little less, but he's Rob also is there. go
0: pit- almost run.
1: Yeah, and also the end, but yeah. he has, like, a monologue, but Yeah. Um so they're boating the island and they're going to meet their grandpa and Susie's also there that's a the little sister and uh Susie's like oh I hope he doesn't have the same car and they pull up and he has this like really really old beat up car and we notice um it looks like they put their luggage in the front of the-
0: They put the luggage in the front of the car Where's
1: the engine?
0: I mean there are cars like Teslas that have the engine in the back But that's an old-ass car.
1: It's so weird. And maybe maybe we saw it wrong, but we both were like, wait, what the
0: fuck? And, like, there are cars that have engines in the back. And this is just something that we're both just like, huh? And that's really all it needs to be. It was
1: really weird. That
0: it just genuinely might be like that.
1: Yeah. So they're, like, packing up the car. And Vicky's, like, looking out. And she, like, kind of zones out. And it's daydreaming. And Susie's like, oh, whatever. But the grandpa's, like, super nice about it. Grandpa
0: is incredible. Maybe the only downside is he's not public with the fact that he's ill, which can really lead to a scary moment later if not handled with care. But it ultimately ends up fine in the best way that it could. Yeah, ultimately,
1: the grandpa is, like, really nice. No, the grandpa— should have been more transparent about his illness, but—
0: But that's that's not here or there where I want to say, like, the grandpa is an incredible parental figure for a girl going through a lot of— mental anguish
1: and he loves all his grandkids like he's a great grandpa i think
0: and his dog and his cat yeah
1: he's a dog and a cat so apparently the kids um like go to his island seemingly every summer they're definitely their last summer I and they think... they came without their parents which is interesting to me like did the parents see them to the dock on the other side of where that boat was
0: do we know where this island is I'm gonna just get to this point. I'm
1: gonna guess Australia, but they all have a- American accents. They all
0: have American accents. They talk about being in the United States.
1: So it's just some island, maybe like near Hawaii. I'm gonna
0: Google it because there's a non-zero chance that it's a real place. It's called Seven Bay Island.
1: How did you know that?
0: I remembered it. They, you remembered? They mentioned it multiple times. I don't
1: remember that. Oh my god. I'm Seven impressed. Bay
0: Island. Um. Oh, it's a thing in multiple of her books.
1: Oh, are they all connected? Now I want to read the books.
0: Oh, my God. it's that. This is a discovery. So I look it up, and it's in Meet the Austens by her, Madeline Line, and Ring of Endless Light. Is it
1: a fake place, then?
0: I mean, it doesn't show anything real.
1: Maybe it's off, like, California. Oh,
0: Seven Islands Bay, that's not what... That's I, think it's, made up place, I she, think it's a made-up place. I think it's a made-up. But she
1: has this whole, like, book universe of stories on this island that's really cool
0: wait a second what okay this is it says there are three books set in seven bay island meet the austin austin family chronicles one the moon by night austin family chronicles number two and a ring of endless light austin family chronicles number four
1: number four
0: so is this the fourth book in a series
1: Is, is it like following this family around
0: and why is the third not set here Maybe That's a
1: really good question. Whoa. This, okay. <laughs> we're not here to talk about the books, but we're this not, is interesting. We're not
0: book reviewers. We're, I'm not good enough to be able to tell you all about the books, but I, I just opened a rabbit hole that I'm very curious about.
1: Yeah. Well, that was fun. Let's, get, <laughs> let's go back to the movie. Um, so the grandpa like kind of pulls her back and... The car does not have a roof, and so he tells Susie to, like, grab an umbrella, and she's just kind of holding an umbrella on top of the car, and it starts, like, downpouring. Pretty
0: fun. I mean, do you need a roof of a car if you're a convertible, and you just have an umbrella as a roof?
1: Yeah, if it rains a lot, and it it rains multiple times, so you gotta just, like, assume that rain is frequent here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd be mad if I was Susie, too. All right, so they get to the house, um, and Rob is talking about bugs again. Shocker. And Vicky goes, like, has anyone called? And Susie goes, you mean Zachary Gray? Ooh. Ooh. Also, there's a cat. And a dog. And a dog. We don't see the dog yet, I don't think.
0: There's a poignant moment where it's like, oh, look, I think it's Mr. Roosevelt, one of them, and I can't remember the other. I don't know which one was Mr. Roosevelt. But it was a comment about how, in their old age, they have seemed to grow as animals and realize that fighting takes too much energy and it's better to just be friends, which I thought was cute.
1: That is really cute. That's how I wish my cat did. There's a
0: lot of, like, little nuggets of wisdom, a lot of fortune cookies in this movie.
1: I feel like this whole movie can be summed up as it's a fortune
0: cookie. Mm -hmm. And what we mean by that is just you get a little piece of life advice that you can apply, but it doesn't actually mean that much if you look too deep into it.
1: This movie has, like, tons of metaphors and, like, deep philosophical... Ponders. I don't know.
0: The making of this movie, they wanted to say something, which I can appreciate. Yeah, they're
1: I feel like they tried to say
0: many things. There, they. This is quite possibly the only decom that I can think of that actually is trying to be art, and I'm saying art kind of in air quotes there because I think all movies aren't innately a form of art yeah but this one strove out to be a certain artistic purpose yeah it feels it very was, artsy has focus on cinematography and a focus on dialogue in such ways that it is drawing attention to certain points mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that makes it better or worse than other decoms i just think we need to understand that it has that focus in it yeah
1: all right so back at the house vicky calls her mom when she gets there And we see her, she kind of promises her mom something ominous. She's like, Oh, yeah, I'll do it. I just didn't have time. And we figure out later that it's like, Hey, have you studied your physics yet? And she's like, Oh, yeah, I'll get to it. Because her mom wants her to go to like a fancy school. And we learn this later.
0: So it's not really deeply explained. All you need to know is she is being told to do science when she wants to do art, which.
1: Yeah. Well, she wants to write.
0: That is yeah. a comp. Yeah, I'd say art more in the generic yeah, term. Yeah, 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 Um, that is a decom staple. So maybe this is a decom after all. We just saw that in Hounded. Yep. Um, but basically, this whole movie probably its core theme is the fight between art and science. So this is just an early way to establish that yep. theme.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it kind of creates this funny scene, or at least we thought it was funny, where Vicky, like, hands the phone off to Rob, and then she kind of goes and, like, sadly looks out in the distance, and you hear Rob talking on the phone about
0: bugs. (laughs) Rob loves bugs.
1: He's like, oh, and the bug, and the goblin was really big, and Vicky's looking all sad, so I thought that was
0: funny. Both of the other, because Susie's also super-duper into space. Yep. They're both very much the science end of the art-science spectrum.
1: Yep. Yeah, he likes bugs, and Susie's, like, super-duper smart, and she loves space. So, yeah. Um, Okay, so it kind of fades into nighttime, and this is where we see the dog and the cat, and they're sleeping next to the kids, and it's really cute. And Grandpa comes up to set up Susie's telescope, and Vicky is still awake. And, I don't know, I wrote down, I don't know what she said, but I wrote down the way she's talking is so snarky.
0: I think this is when we're really starting to notice her accent, where oh, Susan she, is smart, she's yeah. obviously by like body language not being snarky, but it sounds.
1: It sounds snarky.
0: It sounds like a half Valley girl, but I don't know why.
1: Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know which half. Uh, and then grandma kind of like laughs at Vicky a little like playfully because she's reading physics and he's like, what a little light reading. Like, that's weird. And this is where we find out that she made a promise to like study science so that she can get into the good school. And then (laughs) this is the first uh, time grandpa goes, come here, I want to show you something. (laughs) And we have the touching grandpa moment where it's like, let me show you something that I have. Um, And what it is, is he made like a kind of like professional binding book of um, old poems that Vicky wrote.
0: She would write poems and send them through the mail to mm-hmm. her grandfather yeah, she should
1: only show her grandfather
0: and yeah it's a touching scene and it's this really is like cute. where the grandfather's saying the things that she needs to hear which is hey your art here is valued you have like a purpose in here and it's something that you should continue doing if you want to continue doing it yeah. and that's the message she needs at the moment
1: yeah um we also this is the first kind of hint i think that like he has some health problems but he's really like he's like downplaying it.
0: Cuz yeah, I think they cut after this scene to like him struggling t- to open the medicine bottle. Yep,
1: he's taking meds. I wrote that down. So. And
0: yeah. Yeah. It's the whole movie we do act like oh, he's not being upfront about his illness, but like Vicky catches on pretty quick that something's not quite all right. Yeah, And he's just, I think, too proud to say it. Yeah,
1: later they're, like, in town, and she goes, like, why are people asking if you're okay? And he's like, oh, it's because I'm old. Like, he's, he just now plays it a lot. He is
0: so. 81. I, I was thinking about this while we were watching the movie, which is, at what point does it stop? Do you stop saying they were so young? You know?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Which is, like, obviously someone dies in their 30s it's like cruel tragedy i feel like when, when they start
1: hitting like 70 that's
0: what i was gonna to say too it's where when you're in your 70s it's still tragic to yeah, lose but of course. people stop it starts becoming a possible expectation in people's brain when it you're at becoming at an, like a
1: oh wow good for them they had a long life instead of like oh tragic they were so young kind of yeah, it trans It starts transitioning. Which
0: into that. You know, I think it's just that's the age when we collectively as society just go like, you know what? There's always a chance of death now. Yeah, of natural causes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, there's tragedy behind that whole concept, but mm-hmm. it's something just accepting death is something that this movie again tries to tackle.
1: Yeah, the book way more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, all right, so the next morning uh Rob is looking for bugs again. This is all he does he in the movie. Bugs. Um, and then a boy comes up and he's like he's wearing like an open shirt.
0: This is the Ryan Merriman. Yes, that's
1: right. Merriman, he's here. Uh his name is Adam in the in the movie. And he's returning a book about philosophy to the grandfather. So he likes to borrow books from him a lot. And we should mention the grandfather
0: is a reverend.
1: Yeah, they mention it a couple times. It's not like a huge plot point, but he is
0: a reference. And I feel like that should speak a lot to like his entire character development because I feel like it, it leads to there to a small religious undertone throughout the whole movie. Where this movie feels like a religious movie when it doesn't talk about religion nearly at all.
1: I don't think it does like at all. They
0: mention there's like one dialogue about the grandfather giving sermons.
1: Okay,
0: and that's like a plot point, but. It's not really talking about religion or religious no, aspects, it's but it's definitely a theme in the movie, yeah. which is interesting.
1: It is interesting. I kinda like it. It's weird.
0: Nope. 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 You gotta get you gotta get buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: so obviously like Vicky's impressed by Adam, duh. And um then like Susie comes out and they start talking and she mentions that like she's like, I'm gonna get an MIT in two years. And I'm like you're, like,
0: 12. I think the kids are 16, 12, and 8.
1: Maybe. Yeah, we're just guessing.
0: Yeah, roughly um, then.
1: Vicky, we think, like, is 16. I think they say that. Uh,
0: Maybe 17. I think
1: it didn't say that in the description, the Disney Plus description.
0: Well, we can't trust that. It says it in the Wikipedia <laughs> th- as well. But, <laughs> whatever. again, they also said it was Marnie's birthday.
1: And, obviously, that was wrong. Um, so, Susie's like, "I'm gonna get goodness, MIT in two years and do astrophysics, whatever. And then Adam says that he has early admission to Harvard next year. And at first I'm like, what the fuck? But then I'm like, wait, he's like 16. That actually kind of makes sense.
0: It's yeah, it's hard. It's very impressive. But like, it's definitely in the realm of feasible possible. Yeah, this is not more a genius than situation.
1: Why not Susie being like, "I'm oh to my God, MIT?
0: Yeah,
1: jeez, Susie.
0: Susie's full of shit.
1: Yeah, she is. Oh, my gosh. Um, Anyway, he got early admission to Harvard because he's doing a study on dolphin communication. And he's like working with um, researchers now, like a marine biologist, which is really cool. Um, So, yeah, he's like super smart. And Vicky goes, dolphins? I love dolphins. Like her eyes light up and she's like, well, I've never met a dolphin. But oh, my God, I love dolphins. (laughs) Like
0: with llamas.
1: (laughs) Vicky is just obviously the horse girl equivalent of like mermaid girl yeah she's a mermaid girl she and dolphins and she loves dolphins
0: yeah
1: and uh, dolphins are the horse of the sea right
0: no
1: no no, <laughs> no i was making that up <laughs> um so then adam invites the girls to come with him to see the dolphins and so they start biking over and as they're biking over he's like
0: talking dolphins. about
1: the dolphins he's like we have some captive ones and some wild ones
0: yeah. i i want to say this now um I picked up on this, and I talked with you about it while we were watching the movie. I feel that Adam is coded as to be on the spectrum. I mean, I don't know if that terminology would really be exist or in the director's mind yeah. or the writer's mind mm-hmm. at the time that it was written. But it really, to me, feels like there's a lot of fixation onto the dolphin subject, and this is something that's important to him in like, a lot of the mannerisms, yeah. which... As someone who really appreciates Adam's character, I like the representation of that. I, again, it's more of just a vibe of how I'm feeling with it.
1: Yeah, and he's, like, kind of socially awkward a lot of times.
0: Avoiding eye contact in yeah. certain situations. And he,
1: like, you know, doesn't always realize, like, later Vicky gets, like, offended, which I think she was out of
0: line. What we'll is that fight. doesn't
1: really, like, pick up on social cues as fast, probably. So, I don't know, I like that take, that he's on the spectrum.
0: And, like, yeah. Yeah,
1: so... Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Okay, so they're biking over, and a black car drives up, and Susie goes, oh, it's Prince thinks he's charming.
0: Got him. (laughs)
1: Got him. It's Jared Padalecki. He's here.
0: Zachary Gray.
1: Zachary Gray. So uh, we know Zachary and Vicky knew each other from last summer, and she's like, you never wrote my letters back. And he's like, "Ah, babe, come on, let's go for a ride. And she goes, nope, I'm going to go see a dolphin. This
0: first interaction between the two characters feels like he's trying to be such an asshole.
1: But he's also very, like, flirty and I'm a bad boy.
0: Yeah, he's just such baby. a stereotype of a bad boy. And then you find out, like, so much more complexity in this character, like, the next scene he's in. Yeah. So it just feels kind of out of place thinking about it back there because it really doesn't fit with... How his brain, we learn, comes to work.
1: He is just Zane from H2O. It really he is. He is a spoiled rich boy who has a bad relationship with his father, who he turns out has a heart of gold. Except when you get to season three of H2O, when Zane becomes an asshole again. And I, we just ignore that. We we like season two Zane.
0: You just need Charlotte back. You need oh someone God, to be Charlotte. the
1: asshole. Ugh. Okay, anyway... Um, so they get to the lab, and they start feeding the dolphins, and Adam's just spitting straight facts about dolphins again.
0: Just very excited about dolphins, and I mean, dolphins are cool. You like dolphins? Dolphins are cool. Yeah. Dolphins
1: are cool. I've always wanted to, like, pet a dolphin.
0: Dolphins are cool. Yeah. And I mean, they're very smart, and that's something that I really- They're so smart. They're- they talk about it in the movie itself, but it's always like the fun fact. They're like one of the only creatures- other than humans, we know plays. And that's yeah. just really fascinating for me to think that's about. Cool. And they use like simple tools and stuff like that.
1: Are you saying that like cats and dogs don't play?
0: Um, they do play cats and dogs. I'm trying to remember there was like, a there's more a d- specific d- there's a difference. There's a difference in how they play. Because gotcha. I think I, believe I you. think they play just for the act of playing where as I think cats and dogs do it more for like Bonding purposes, if that makes mm, sense.
1: Maybe,
0: yeah. I d- I don't actually know. I am not a scientist. Don't sue me.
1: That you spitting straight facts over I'm here. I'm split
0: spitting straight maybe truths.
1: <laughs> um. So Adam talks about how whales and dolphins are the only creatures to leave the sea, like evolution wise, but then go back into the sea. And Vicky goes, um, also mermaids.
0: Pretty funny. Which also that's kind of a whole plot point of the book I've or of the whole movie feels like, where it's like you go out into the land and you're like, ah fuck this shit. Go back.
1: Yeah, they bring it back. They bring it up later, so we'll talk about it
0: later. But yeah.
1: Um Vicky <laughs> Vicky, I feel like fully believes in mermaids.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that's just kind of dropped. Because yeah. I think Susie goes like mermaids aren't real, yeah, and then it just drops.
1: Adam, he's actually really nice about it. He goes like, "Oh, actually, like they thought, pirates, whatever thought they saw mermaids," and Vicky's like, "Oh yeah, duh, because they were real." <laughs> like,
0: I mean, I think <laughs> she goes like they needed them to, yeah, be. yeah, they needed them, which to is be honestly real. a good way to cover up the fact that she totally believes mermaids are real, she because totally because she's like they need them to be real, they're real to them, yeah, because they need they to see real. a beached dolphin and. After going like four months without seeing a woman, you just want anything.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Vicky has a very special moment with a dolphin, and she's like, "This one isn't eating." And he's like, "How do you know that?" And she's like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh, well, the dolphin's worried about her calf." And he's like, "How do you know she's pregnant?" And she's like, "What? Uh, she, she looks pregnant. Like, obviously, she has a psychic
0: connection." It's just. We learn it later. I'm just going to say now, like, she can kind of read the thoughts of dolphins, and dolphins can read the thoughts of her. It's more so their thoughts are the same.
1: I, th- I think they kind of say later it's because they're choosing her, I think. Yeah,
0: they're, they're kind of all telepathic.
1: Yeah, she has the confidence of dolphins, as I mentioned earlier. <laughs> um, all right, so back home, uh, Vicky starts talking to Susie. And she's like, What do you think about Adam? And Susie starts being such a smart ass, being like, "Oh, whatever, he's not that cool. I'm the smart one. Um, and she's I think she's saying how like lame his science is or something or whatever. I don't know. She likes
0: space. She likes space and she's like, Man, there isn't a giant flaming sphere out millions of miles away in the water.
1: Yeah, man. Um, and then Vicky like kinda looks out and she sees her grandpa, like Standing out and looking at the sea. And then it fades to the next scene. I don't know. <laughs> it must be the next day, because then Vicky goes back to the research center. Um, She, like, goes back by herself.
0: And Susie hates dolphins. Uh,
1: Susie's like, I don't want to go to the dolphins anymore. It's this. Uh And so- I mean...
0: Going back quickly to when they locked eyes and they played the little jingle.
1: And they like, yeah, they zoom in it's on the It's basically eye.
0: the who wants to be a millionaire starting of a question, but like with bells. Yeah. Uh, and that's how they talk to each other. And they just kind of lock eyes and like, okay, we know everything about each other right now.
1: Yeah. I'm glad they didn't do a dumb dolphin voice of like, Vicky, save us or something like that would have been dumb.
0: They didn't put peanut butter in the dolphin's mouth to make it animated to like mouth. <laughs> no. They didn't airbud this up. Nope.
1: All right. So Vicky's back at the research center, and a dolphin swims up, and it's Enid, the dolphin that's pregnant, and then she had a connection with her earlier. And Adam's like, "You you know that that's Enid already? Like you know them apart?" And she's like, "Yeah." Which does he know them apart? Do dolphins look different?
0: Like dolphins don't look crazy different but i mean i'm guessing if you work with them enough you will figure that out
1: yeah, Maybe i guess she's the pregnant one too she probably looks pregnant actually,
0: yeah um yeah. Yeah, i mean yeah you can just there's genitalia differences there's <laughs> with these animals that you're looking at i mean we know the reason she knows the difference but animals can look alike and if you work with them you learn the difference i mean mothers can tell between their triplets mostly so yeah
1: um, alright, so then Adam's like, Alright, let's go. We're gonna go find Basil, who is Enid's mate. And I like how they say Basil instead of Basil. It's Basil. It's British. Basil. Um so, Radigan. Radigan. Some <laughs> great mouse detective. The main character's name is Basil. Um so they're out in like just the regular ocean part. And apparently he has like Enid's dolphin call recorded. And he kind of puts, like, a speaker in the water to call Basil out. Um, and it works, like, immediately. Uh, Basil must have been, like, pretty close by, which I, got, I believe he would be. Thinking about this now, it could also
0: be that um, she knew, Vicky knew that they wanted the mate there and was subconsciously calling. But for she's him.
1: never met Basil until now. No, I think he was kind of nearby because yeah. his mate is pregnant.
0: That makes enough sense. Yeah. I don't think the why it's so quick is super relevant. That's
1: no, no, it's fine. Um, and also, it's like, oh my god, that's him. There's Basil. How did Adam know that that was Basil? How does he know these dolphins apart? I
0: mean, he's worked with them like every he's day like, for oh, a while. Yeah, that's
1: Basil for sure. That's definitely not a, d- a random ass fucking dolphin. I feel I feel
0: like this is a point you're driving home that does not need to be I driven. Just home. I don't believe it. I I do. Have you worked with Creatures that look similar. Have you worked like in a daycare, or have you babysit? So different. How?
1: Because kids have different hair and facial features.
0: Dolphins have different facial features. Do they? Take a look up. You have a computer in front of you right now. Look up dolphin,
1: dolphin.
0: And they're not gonna have the same exact faces. Oh, you know what
1: came up? Football.
0: Yeah, get get straight mailed. Let's go. All
1: right um so then basil starts jumping around and shit and they're like oh my god and then vicky starts petting him and she's like he has an itch well how does she know that oh my god and um Adam's kind of like well be careful he's a wild dolphin he's not as nice as the other dolphins but he starts like he goes right up to her and he's like whoa what the fuck he he likes you like obviously mm-hmm. she has a connection Adam
0: just sus meter keeps cr- creeping towards the vicious side instead of the this packed side. I don't know that's a dumb joke <laughs> Um.
1: anyway Adam notices that uh basil has a scratch on him and there's like the little jingle and Vicky goes sharp seaweed and Adam's like what and she's like what well, nothing um but then Adam realizes that it's some illegal nets that the are out in the, nets. yep the drift nets that are out in the ocean and that uh, more dolphins have been hurt, so he can recognize what it is. Um he says that there's drift nets on a specific boat that and they, you know, they get a ton of fish like every day, whereas other boats struggle to get fish. So obviously they're using these drift nets that are that catch like everything. Uh so cut to the beach. Uh Rob took Susie's nail polish and he's putting it on bugs.
0: Classic. Classic, although Rob, Rob, why he had to kill the bugs?
1: Yeah, he's like poisoning them.
0: Well, I think no, they're already dead when he's painting. Oh, he's, he's doing like, that to he's preserve, preserve them. them with the nail polish. Maybe he, maybe he found it dead.
1: Maybe, but I or maybe it. he put nail polish but on he, it. No, and he it did died. catch.
0: He did catch some in a cup during the movie. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh! When they first got home, he like looks in his jar, disappointed, and says, "Are there more bugs here?" Like I think his bugs died in the jar. Have you ever caught fireflies?
0: No.
1: Oh, well, I have. And we put them in a jar, and by morning, they were dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I think
1: that's what happened to Rob. Anyway, uh, Zachary jet skis up on the beach. Oh, my God.
0: skis straight straight onto the beach, right right into Vicky.
1: Right to Vicky, and he immediately goes in for the kiss.
0: Like, so wrong.
1: Wrong. He goes, in for the kiss, but she rejects him and she goes, what the fuck? You didn't write me.
0: I want to know why you thought that would work.
1: Cause he's a bad boy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bad boy. Jared Padalecki. Zachary Gray. I'm Shane Gray. That's from camp rock. <laughs> Gray is such a bad boy. Last name. Is it not?
0: I mean, yeah. Love is anatomy.
1: Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> this is a of Anatomy joke. Um, <laughs> uh, so Zachary starts saying, like, ah, oh, whatever. I've been busy. He's like, I keep getting rejected from a bunch of private schools because apparently they don't like it when I don't pass my grades. Um, and then he mentions that his mom died.
0: Yeah, this is like in a whole moment where he's still trying to act cool and everything. And then this is the moment where, like, the whole. Him being a bad boy just kind of craters for good in terms of you realize there's a lot this guy is dealing with, and he is not afforded the correct space
1: yeah, he, in support to deal with
0: it. Yeah. And that becomes his plot really through the movie. Yeah, he's struggling. He's a struggling boy. because Yeah, his mom died. His dad keeps just shipping him off to different schools, will not talk about the mom at all, which, yeah. as someone who went through unfortunate grief in loss in my early life i lost my dad when i was young yeah i can say for a fact you need a good support system to really help for that everyone's grieving process is different and there's no cookie cutter situation for that but going in without a support system without mentioning your sorrows and having to bottle up your emotions in terms of just not being able to discuss why you're sad you just have to pretend to not be not the way to do it that is not recommended by anyone that i've met yeah and that's kind of what he's being forced to do because his dad won't talk about it and just keeps shipping him off to different schools and he's trying to rebel i think as a subconscious way to try and force a conversation between him and his father
1: it's a really good take benji i like that um so he mentions that his mom died and vicky kind of doesn't believe him at first but then she goes oh my gosh you're serious
0: and this is where her accent, like, re- we started laughing. I hate her. Her oh, accent. Oh, my God. I don't even think she's a bad actor. And that's why I want to know what her accent's doing there. Because it ruins, like, the dramatics of the scene.
1: It's kind of whiny and snarky. It's, it's You know who it's similar to? Starstruck Girl. Who just always sounds like she's complaining, except I think Vicky's better because she has less attitude. She's not
0: actually complaining. A yeah. Star Trek Girl is, she, actually, it is actually complaining. Is actually
1: complaining. Whereas, you know, Vicky's I don't know. I just don't like the way she talks. It's it's weird. And then I don't know. This is probably wrong, but I kind of got the vibe, maybe a little, that he was kind of playing it for sympathy because he's the bad boy. You know, because then like he he goes in for a hug. He's like, "Can I at least get a hug?" I
0: get, I get that card of that. Yeah, and I it's hard to tell. Here's I don't the thing: see. I think that might genuinely be the case. And regardless of the situation, it's still a tragic story where that's probably a response that he's looking for something and he doesn't know how to get it. It's I don't want to go deep into a character's trauma that you don't really get to know that much into. Yeah, but. I could totally see it being a character who... He found something he liked last summer. He did a bad job of upholding it and he just wants to go back to the way things were.
1: Yeah. He did go through a hard time. That's probably why he didn't write because his mom died and like... And he tried to kind of brush it off of like, oh, come on. I didn't write before. Like, it's fine. Whatever. But then he eventually admits that like his mom died. Yeah. So it's probably... He's probably not really doing it for sympathy, but...
0: I, I think he might be doing it for sympathy, but that's because it's a relation to the trauma. Yeah. Like, if it's intentional, it's intentional in the way that it's not healthily intentional. And you might not know that, but that's the way. Yeah. I, I don't blame his character for it.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so we cut to Rob. And Rob is trying to play with the dog because the dog's at the beach with them.
0: They're still having their emotional, like... Well,
1: they start, like, walking up towards the hill. And Rob is playing with the dog. And he, like, throws a Frisbee in the water, and the dog doesn't want to go get it, so he starts running the water himself. And it cuts to Vicky and Zach, were are, like, way up on a hill, and I thought it was really funny that you can see Rob just, like, just kind of running. Jogging
0: <laughs> into the ocean. As we know now know, it's going to be to go drown.
1: It's not, it's not funny that he goes to drown, but just the shot of him in the distance, like, running into the water. He's using his looks, arms
0: very wildly. Yeah.
1: It lo- It looks... It looks he funny. threw
0: the frisbee into the water, and the dog is like, "Nah."
1: Yeah, which I mean, it's a good continuity of like, you know, that he's running into the water while Vicky and yeah. Zachary. Are talking. maybe that's
0: probably what the director wanted. There, it's a little silly, but you need that little evidence of they're distracted because they're in the conversation together. Yep. and Zachary it, Zachary's started, running into or er, Rob's running into the ocean.
1: Yeah, Rob's running into ocean. Zachary starts saying like, oh, uh, he was put in grief counseling." He put quotes around grief counseling. Cause he says like you know, eventually the counselor came to the conclusion that I'm sad that my mom died. Wow, great discovery! Like obviously I'm sad my mom died, which yeah,
0: sounds like they were not a good match for each other.
1: No, they probably weren't. Um, so then it cuts back to Rob and he's in the water, um, getting the frisbee and then he gets caught up in the in the waves. So we see that he's starting to drown. It cuts back to the conversation. Zach mentions that he's, like, learning to fly planes. Okay. That's um, hobby But then, thing. like, Vicky gets just kind of this feeling. And she doesn't... She realizes that Rob isn't there. She
0: feels a call to the wild.
1: Yeah. And also the dog. It cuts to the dog. And the dog kind of goes, who? Like, the dog also knows that Rob so is not there? Can a the villain. dog
0: speak to dolphins?
1: Whoa. I'm, no. I'm going to assume, yes. Cannon, the dog also speaks to dolphins. The dog is a dolphin. <laughs> Yo. This,
0: See, so you know how dolphins went to land and then went back to the sea? Yeah. Well, dogs are dolphins that, after going back to the sea, went back to land.
1: Yeah, they were land animals. Then they were like, I'm going to try living in the ocean. Just kidding.
0: (laughs) This is 100% factual. You can cite us on your science exam. We're
1: scientists. Um, Anyway, Rob is drowning. And Vicky starts yelling for Rob. Rob, Rob, where are you? Which I guess...
0: You can't see him.
1: Yeah, she doesn't know where he is, so there isn't really much she can do. She can't just go out swimming because it's a huge ocean. It's
0: bad, and unsafe in every way. Yeah.
1: Um. Then we see a dolphin come by and we. Save well, first Rob.
0: off, we get to see Rob with, uh, first but one of the worst drowning faces I've seen.
1: He's struggling.
0: But his face was like. It it did not look like he was drowning. And then they cut back to him and it actually looks like he was drowning. But both times he's supposed to be drowning. And it's just, I think the fact that he's just showing his teeth in one of them. Yeah, maybe. It's like, it's just a little weird. You see the classic in cinema people drowning face. And it's either you're panicked and screaming underwater. Or you're like unconscious underwater. Yeah.
1: Later he's like unconscious underwater. So we see a dolphin comes by and it kind of like pulls Rob up. And then... Was
0: um Basil? Yeah. Yeah.
1: We learn that later. Um So then we see Rob is just kind of on the shore and Vicky finds him. And she's like, what happened? He's like, I don't know. I don't know how I got back to the shore. And then we, we see a dolphin kind of make a noise. Like, eh. <laughs> like, it's it's Dolph- <laughs>
0: the dolphin wanted credit, which Dolph-
1: is... wanted credit. Like, it was me, bitch.
0: <laughs> which is really funny to me, especially with, like, the whole rest of the movie to say like how selfless dolphins are yeah kind of as their whole community that's just looking out for the best Well, no this dolphin wanted credit
1: yeah he was like there's no
0: one there's no other explanation other than i guess to like answer the question of how he got back if they are gonna ponder that for the rest of their life
1: yeah so we cut to town vicky is like out shopping with her grandpa we find out he's a reverend which you might have known already but they mentioned it again um and she starts asking the grandpa if he thinks it's crazy that, like, she believes that she can talk to dolphins. And she mentions that, like, Basil was calling out to me that he was rescuing Rob. Because Basil wanted credit. Yeah. Duh. I was like, look at me. I'm saving your brother. I'm really cool. Um, and, but then the grandpa, like, believes her. And he's like, you have a sixth sense. Sometimes, like, mothers have a sixth sense about, like, their baby's gonna cry. And I'm like, that's just kind of being a mother, but okay.
0: I wonder if the grandfather actually believed it or just said it, because he's like, I'm going to die in a couple months. I'm going to just let her be.
1: He's going to say yes to whatever she wants to believe. Because
0: I, I, so I can see it either way.
1: Uh, he goes, maybe it's because the dolphins trust you, or maybe it's because you're a poet. I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's definitely here. I got
0: poem. another volume of your poetry to show you.
1: The dolphins really like her poems
0: yes they know how to read
1: yeah and then he dismisses his health problems again so classic grandpa
0: classic grandpa come in give heartwarming and heartfelt advice and pretend not to be sick yeah that's his entire character
1: yep all right so we cut to zachary and vicky they're like eating lunch at a restaurant somewhere and zachary's complaining about his rich dad but then they hold hands and he's like you're good for me vicky and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in love with this boy. Duh. you like, I
0: can fix him.
1: I can fix him.
0: And then Adam walks up and she pulls her hand away.
1: Yeah, Adam walks in and Vicky introduces them. And Adam's like, you're Zachary Gray? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, your dad is the owner of the fishing boat that uses the drift nets.
0: We should mention there was a little bit of conversation at, like, the marine biology place where they discovered, like, talk about, hey, we know that it's almost certainly these nets are hurting the dolphins and we know that all but certainly it's this boat that's doing it but legally we can't do anything about it because we can't go to the police with just a hundred.
1: They've asked the police yet.
0: They haven't asked the police but uh Adam was talking with the doctor that he works with.
1: Well okay there it, it's kind of during this conversation um where Zachary kind of goes like Why are you telling me this? Like, go to the cops, which is fair. And Adam's kind of like, we need proof.
0: And we soon learned that you need like really specific proof for how this is run, yeah, like written. Probably because some um, legislator got bought out by the fishing company that's like, hey, let's make these all of these giant loopholes Mm -hmm. so we can just use these nets.
1: Um, while they're talking. Uh, and Adam's like, your dad uses the drift nets. Zachary goes, what's a drift net? And it cuts to Adam, like, drawing a net.
0: I yeah, know, that was funny.
1: Maybe there is a distinct. I mean, obviously, there's a difference between a drift net and, like, other fishing nets. But I-, I swear, he just draws a generic fucking net. I think a
0: drift net is, like... I'm gonna Google it because I wanna...
1: Adam says that, like, it's designed that it catches everything... That it comes by, including dolphins, whereas other fishing nets, like, won't catch the dolphins. They're not
0: anchored to the bottom.
1: Is that the difference? Yeah, it
0: looks like, yeah, they kind of get pulled up.
1: Yeah, so they'll catch anything. Like, we see it getting kind of dragged in by the boat. And if you get stuck in there, then the dolphins drown. That's how they die, because they can't go up for air. Maybe the other nets have it. The Wikipedia
0: article for DriftNet is the controversy section is longer than every other section in the article.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So
0: they did pick something that people don't like.
1: Yeah, anyway, then Zachary goes like, why are you telling me? And Adam's like, because we we need proof. And then Vicky's like upset, too, because she loves dolphins. And Zachary goes, are you a dolphin hugger now? What the fuck kind of comment is that? What, Zachary, you want the dolphins to fucking die?
0: I think he's like, this is kind of bullshit. (laughs) Why are you assuming my dad's doing this? But, like, Like
1: I think it's more... Like, you're a dolphin hugger? Like, oh, I'm sorry, I care about these animals. Like, I feel like that's a normal fucking thing to do. I think
0: he does He doesn't care
1: about the dolphins?
0: Yeah. He's
1: a fucking asshole, then.
0: You still want to date him?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, then he goes... He immediately goes, like, okay, well doesn't matter because he likes her and he goes well then let's go get our proof or whatever i don't know so it cuts to that night and they're like sneaking onto the boat and he has like vicky stay back and be a lookout and also you can tell that zachary is jealous of adam immediately right because he can kind of tell that adam and vicky are like kind of into each other
0: yeah they've only known each other for a couple days uh zach had like a year head start and he he's is immediate, immediately already losing the race. Oh yeah,
1: um. So then they're like on the boat, and then the captain catches them, and Zachary just kind of plays it off. And he's like, "Oh, I'm just showing my friend around the boat," because his dad owns the boat. So it's like kind of weird, but like they kind of get away with it. But then Adam, as they're walking so away, said,
0: "Kind of weird." Going to point that out.
1: Um, as they're walking away, Adam says very loudly. That was a drift nettle, right?
0: No, like, definitely. Like, he's not supposed to... It's not played as uh, they heard it. But if you're actually there, they definitely could oh, have heard it.
1: Didn't hurt. I mean, it cuts back to the captain kind of looking suspicious at them. I think he, he knows, I think he
0: knows why they're looking. Yeah. I don't think he heard the comment in canon. But He would have yeah. definitely heard it if we're being real. Yeah. He would, did not whisper it.
1: All right. So, Zachary takes Vicky home. And he tells her that's um, not how he wanted the night to end. And she's like, well, how did you picture it? And then he kisses her.
0: We get a nice little peck and then, like, a full-on smooch.
1: Well, yeah, and he goes, like, you missed me, right? And then kiss again, like, a full-on smooch. Like, oh, my God. You're not allowed to kiss in the first movie. That's against decom law.
0: No, Yeah, how many DCOMs have kissing scenes? Probably, like... 10%. Yeah. And this one has, like, six kissing scenes.
1: Or, I think there's, like, four kisses. No, maybe, like, five.
0: It's it's a fair amount.
1: Yeah. Fair kissing. Um, and then he says goodnight, and he goes, dream about me, okay?
0: What? Scandal.
1: Oh, my God. Then comes my favorite part. This is my favorite part of the movie. We cut to Vicky swimming again as a mermaid. So, obviously, she's having one of her magical mermaid dreams. She's swimming with some dolphins as you do when you're a mermaid. And then she kind of starts kissing a dolphin. But like in a cutesy way. I don't know. It's a little weird. It's kind of weird. Nope. (laughs) Mm. Um, But then, oh my god, the dolphin turns into Adam. It's underwater, Ryan Merriman, and they underwater mermaid kiss. And it's the best
0: she wakes up like startled like,
1: <gasps> oh my God, she's all conflicted, oh my God, this is my shit. She's having mermaid magical dreams about kissing underwater it's It's incredible anyway, this is uh then we get a little like two second scene of Adam complaining to the cops about the net, well, it's the harbor master, and the cops say, uh when they get when he what <laughs> <laughs> and then the cop says that uh when the boat when the fishing boat gets back that he'll check out for the nets because um adam's like i saw the nets yeah so harmer S is like all right when they dock like i'll go check out the boat all right so back at home uh rob is chasing Susie with a bug
0: classic, classic. This, again this is all rob does and all Susie does is pretend to be smart
1: um, and then grandpa calls him in for dinner and he says that Rob's bug is cool. So he's a supportive grandfather. And then, uh, he says a present came for Vicky and it's like a dozen roses. It's from Zachary. So he's, he's budding her up a little bit. Yeah,
0: no, like he's putting in the effort and part of that might be he's already noticing at this point.
1: I don't want to say he's putting in the effort just because he got her flowers when he didn't write her.
0: No, 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 no. He's starting to give effort. And the reason I think it is, is he's feeling the competition. He, he, he could feel that chemistry between yeah. Adam and Vicky. If he
1: wasn't in the picture, he'd probably be way more of a douchebag. Yep. Yeah. Um. Susie goes, what did Adam send you? Bucket of fish? So, clearly she's rooting for
0: Zachary. Which, why? Susie, Does she <laughs> need dolphins that much? And
1: then, and then Susie, like, basically calls her a whore. <laughs> <laughs> like, white, white dating these two boys. <laughs> um and she says like dating is stupid i'm not gonna date when i'm older i'm just gonna find one person that i like and then that'll be it and i'm like you know what sounds legit to me
0: the aromantic dream you're just like you know what there we go i found a partner i'm done see ya good night
1: i mean it's been working for us so far we didn't date before we started dating each other. We no. just kind of you just kind of find the one person you like, and then you don't really have to date. It's easy.
0: Obviously, this works for everybody. I mean, everybody is with their first partner. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Duh. I mean, if you ask Glee, yeah. that has, thats how it has to be. Um. Anyway.
0: Why would you ask Glee?
1: Uh, then Adam comes by with more books. And the grandpa invites him to stay for dinner. And then, so they're about to eat dinner. And it cuts to them, like, they start holding hands of and praying. I'm like, whoa, what? And then I remember that he's a reverend. So,
0: like, duh. Yeah. No, again, this is where, like, there's small elements of religion. And honestly, it's just more so the themes are very religious. But there's no real explicit religion to this.
1: Yeah, they're not hamming religion down your throat. Like, Let It Shine does it way more than Yeah, this movie. This is
0: a religious movie that I would like all religious movies to try and be in terms of. It doesn't feel overfisted. They don't put just random Bible phrases in. Yeah, they put the morality of the Bible, which that's to me the way that religion should be taught.
1: Is you're teaching
0: the morality.
1: Yeah, I like that. All right, so after dinner, Adam's talking about the first time he saw a dolphin. And he was, like, swimming in the ocean, and there was a whole bunch of dolphins, and there's a whole pod, and they, like, formed a ring around him. And they circled him. Mayhaps this is a ring of endless light? Well,
0: I don't think the dolphins are lit up, so...
1: Anyway, they swam away, and then he's like, i really... That's why I decided I wanted to study them.
0: And Vicky's like, oh my god, I do like you, because... You did something on a whim because of the artistic moment.
1: Actually, they start arguing about no, it. No,
0: that, yeah. Because she's like, he's like, that's kind of a dumb thing to base a life decision on because he's all facts don't care about feelings. Yeah, he's and all she's like science. Like, like, she's like, feelings don't care about facts. That's really what it is. She's
1: like, Why do you need to explain it? Why can't you just let things be how they are? And then a cop shows up and he's like, Am I interrupting? And and I think it was either the grandpa or Susie goes, like, please do. Which <laughs> so that was funny. Um so the cop shows up, it's the harbor master actually. And uh they give him coffee and he's hanging out. Obviously, he has good rapport with the grandfather. And uh, he says that he got to the boat when they docked, and they were actually, like, super chill. He's like, they let me on the boat to look around, even though they didn't have to let me do that. I didn't have a warrant, so they were being really chill about it, and I didn't see any nets. And Adam's like, obviously, they're fucking hiding them. And her master's like, hey, even if I did see them, I can't do anything unless I actually see them using it. And that's
0: where the loophole is. Yeah.
1: So Adam gets mad and he storms out and Vicky calls after him but he doesn't come back because he's all mad and then the cop leaves too. Mm-hmm. Cool. So then cuts to the night and Vicky's on the porch and she's staring out into the night and Grandpa comes and he's like, Adam I bet has never met anyone who challenges him like you do. And Vicky's like, I don't get him. He cares so much but he sees so little. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. That is such a fortune cookie line.
1: Oh, my God. And then Grandpa, okay, I can't believe he just went on this tangent and comes up with these metaphors. Okay. He is a reverend. He's a
0: reverend. He's a yeah. guy who spoke for a living. We learn later yeah. that he, like, went on tours and was massively popular as a radio sermon. He's supposed to be good with his words, and this is just very elegant.
1: Yeah. Grandpa, well, it, the reason I'm like, how the hell do you do that is because they kind of just kind of break topic and vicky's kind of like do you want to look in the telescope because they're like oh look at the stars so beautiful and grandpa goes no i don't really look at the telescope anymore um because it takes away from all the magic of just kind of taking it in and he like he commends Susie for knowing shit he's like Susie is so smart and i love that she's passionate about this but sometimes i wish she could just like sit back and enjoy it for what the magic that it is
0: grandpa understands the necessary need of balance where yeah and this is also a way where it's like religious undertones of this yeah there's and when we say religious i should be clear this is a christian movie
1: yeah
0: i yeah it's christian theology there's i shouldn't just say religion as an overarching umbrella word for it yeah this is christianity to the point where um they're asking people to sit back and be like hey We don't know there's an existence of a God and like the evidence and science is like trying to prove against that in the Christian mindset. And you need to just kind of sit back and let there be magic in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if I'd necessarily agree with the moral, but the way that he says it really is a convincing message, which makes him a good reverend.
1: Yeah. And then he starts talking about metaphor about how stars can be burned out. But we don't know that because the light from, like, whatever science works, you know, we see the light that happened, like, years and years and years ago. And we we don't know that they're actually currently burned out. We don't have the whole picture. And he's like, this is like Adam. Adam is the star that you don't know the whole picture. Adam's real light hasn't reached Vicky yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how did he bring this back to? Ad- Damn, I feel like he just kind of started talking about stars and went, oh shit, this this relates to what we were talking about. I think he's just good on his feet, honestly.
0: Mm-hmm. His mental capacity impressed. has not really faded. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a good fucking metaphor. Like I, I was impressed. Um, and then he's like. <laughs> Second time he's done this, he goes, come here, I want to show you something. The classic trope of Grandpa being like, let me show you something profound. Here's
0: volume three of your poetry.
1: Yeah, no, What he actually shows her is, I think it's old poems. It's like 17th century poems. And he reads a whole poem um, that's really pretty. And it says Ring of Endless Light in the poem. So, that's, like, the title of the movie. And then he, like, gives her the poem book. So, it's, like, a touching moment. Yeah. All right. cut to the next day. Zach sees his father shaking hands with someone. And then they sit down for breakfast. And then the dad's like, So, I hear you were on the boat the other night. And he goes, You know, you like all the money we have, right? And our lifestyle. And then I send you all these private schools. Well... We need to keep our business, so we can live like this. So don't destroy the business. This
0: is very tropey. Yeah, it is. This is the most H two O scene of any H two O scene. It's just, er, I am businessman. I do a legal thing because we get money and money good. You like money? Let me do a legal thing, son.
1: Zachary goes. Does this business use drift nets and the dad just gets mad and he's like you need to grow up and stop acting like a four year old and then he storms out you know sounds like
0: an omission of guilt by the way
1: sounds like he's having a tantrum like a little boy would so and I, I said out loud he's mean I don't like him and so eventually, maybe write that down
0: <laughs> you are drawn to say that out loud of the same
1: He's mean. I don't like him. Yeah. So the dad
0: is mean. All right.
1: Uh. So we're back at the research lab, Enid is in labor. Oh my god. Vicky shows up and she can feel that Enid's in pain. And they're, they're trying Bas- to sedate her. Yeah. And they're trying to give her drugs. And and uh, Vicky goes, no, she doesn't want drugs. She wants to do it naturally. And she wants Basil here. And oh my god, Basil is here. And Adam the gate for him. Adam. Yeah. Adam goes. Oh my gosh, I forgot to call him. And then Vicky goes, it doesn't matter. He's here now. Like, obviously, Adam had that moment of, like, oh, shit, I forgot to call him. Like, Adam, it doesn't matter. He's here. Like, you didn't have to call him. You're fine. It's Everyone's, like, panicking. Um, So he goes and opens the gate, and he lets Basil into the enclosure. And Vicky's like, all right, back up. He's going to help her. That's their way. Like, she knows the dolphin way. Dolphins have their own culture, yeah. which is probably true. Um and then uh they have the underwater shot of the dolphin being
0: born. This is the most iconic moment of this movie and maybe not for a good reason like you have seen nature documentaries. Like everyone seen some nature footage. Planet Earth. I don't think people have seen that many live births in I nature documentaries. Do yeah, this so, is not a nature documentary.
1: Right now, you, like, see the dolphin tail coming out of the mom dolphin.
0: Yeah. Like, literally, literally you see sticking the out. sticking out the dolphin tail out of the mom's vagina. Yeah. And then it cuts away for a little bit, and you're like, oh, it's probably just going to...
1: It cuts to them, like, smiling or whatever. And so we're like, oh, okay, it's going to cut out, and then they're going to say, oh, my God, the baby was born. And then you see the baby dolphin and whatever. Nope. It cuts back to the live birth, and you see the dolphin shoot out of the dolphin vagina, and a bunch of blood comes out, and they didn't cut away. And I, I don't really have words.
0: There's so much blood. like there's You can so see blood from blood. the umbilical cord it's, of the dolphin. Was... You see the blood from the mom. And like there's just three dolphins swimming next to each other. Yeah. And it's, it's a scene that other movies wouldn't include. And I don't know why this one did. And it's still... It's
1: weird. It's
0: still the most what-the-fuck moment I've seen in a decom, And I've seen every decom. There are moments that are wilder. This is the one that I just can't explain.
1: I can't believe it. We've told people, like, oh, yeah, there's a decom where they show a live dolphin birth. What the fuck? What do you mean?
0: Literally, like, full-on dolphin birth. And,
1: and, and- I swear, the first time we watched it... It felt like it lasted like 10 minutes, whereas this time it really it was really quick. I think it, it's because we
0: were expecting it.
1: I think, we yeah, we were expecting it this time, whereas the first time we're like, they're going to cut away, right? They're going to cut away. OK, good. They cut away. Wait, no, no, no. They're back.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: It's so bizarre. Yeah. So it's a lot quicker than I initially thought. But still, why is that in there? And also, okay, then everyone's, like, smiling, like, oh, my God, yay, the dolphin was born. But they're, like, outside of the water. Can they see in the water that the dolphin... Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I I don't believe it. <laughs> a lot of the dolphin research stuff, I'm like, that's bullshit.
0: Are you a dolphin research expert?
1: Yeah, I've watched H2O.
0: <laughs> if you're a dolphin research expert, please message us. I want to know. Please. I want to know about the accuracy of this movie.
1: Yeah. Do you guys see live dolphin bursts?
0: (laughs) Do dolphins really not have secrets?
1: Anyway, um, Adam goes, Vicky, what just happened?
0: Yeah, this is where Adam puts together that, hey, this guy can talk to dolphins. What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what? And Vicky just kind of starts, like, running away. And Adam chases after her and goes, you just communicated with her, right? And she's like, no, no. And she goes, like, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. And um, Adam wants to prove that like dolphins can kind of. He's writing his whole
0: thesis on this. Yeah,
1: he wants to prove that dolphins can communicate like telepathically and not just with their voices. And he also mentions that there's like studies about children that can do kind of stuff and like for this. For some
0: reason, this is the line that just drives Vicky up the wall where she's like, I'm not a child. Stop calling me a child i get i that's would get not it
1: the point he made
0: i would get it if this was like the h2o plight of her not wanting to be studied especially when her entire message as a person is she wants there to be magic in the world in terms of stuff that's left unexplained yeah, she, she just... wants her to be art to investigate with the world rather than the science that explains it all that's her take on the world that's not the argument she's really making here right now she's just kind of scared And lashing out at comments that really shouldn't get her going.
1: Yeah. Because, yeah, he's just, like, you're not... He's trying to say, like, you're not alone. Like, this might be a thing, and I just want to learn more about it. Honestly, I feel bad for Adam. I think Vicky just blows it way out of proportion. This is why I don't like Vicky. All right. Then we have, like, a two-second scene. Ow! my God. My cat just, like, clawed me in the ass. (laughs) my cat just like we're like sitting in our dining room chairs and she reached up her paw and like clawed me in the ass ow why'd she do that okay anyway that might even
0: be a deleted scene (laughs)
1: alright so cut to like a two second scene where Zachary's out on a boat and he's taking pictures of his dad's boat using the drift
0: nets and this is where they notice that hey they get a small boat To give them the nets, and then before coming back in, they give the nets back to the small boat. So they're just skirt-skirting the rules.
1: Skirt-skirt. All right, so cut back to Vicky on a bench, and Adam walks up behind her on the bench, and he tries to be nice to her, but she's being all standoffish. And he's like, hey, I'm sorry for making you feel like a freak yesterday. So apparently this is the next day. And she goes, you're a child- like, and then she gets mad and says that, like, she just gets a feeling and it happens and she doesn't know how and she doesn't want to be studied. And um, he does kind of say, like, he wants to study her. So, like, OK, now I, she doesn't want to be studied. That makes sense. But then she just thinks that, like, some things should just be left alone and there doesn't need to be an explanation for everything. That's
0: again, that's her entire, like, character's point is. I want there to be art in place of science in some parts of the world.
1: Yeah. So then Adam apologizes again, and he admits that he was jealous of Vicky because he loves dolphins a lot, and he wants to have that same connection with them that she
0: does. If you're researching with dolphins and specifically about how they're talking... I would be jealous of the person that can talk to dolphins and doesn't want to tell you how.
1: Yeah, and he also wants to write a good thesis, but then he's like, well, there's also another reason, and it's kind of embarrassing, so don't laugh at me. But I want to be able to say goodbye to them when I'm done with my research. like Like a proper goodbye and like a thank you, probably. And she does laugh at him, and she's like, like, what the hell? And she's like, well, you almost seemed human for a moment. God,
0: this is why we don't like her. This is why
1: I hate Vicky, because when has he not been human? I feel like he has expressed feelings. I know he's supposed to be Mr. Science Boy, but I think Ryan Merriman is too good of an actor to not have feelings.
0: (laughs) No, it's entirely a thing where like she's not realizing that him talking about science is his emotion. Yeah. Which that's that's a failure, I think, of the main character of of getting to understand because I don't think that's completely resolved at the end. I yeah. feel like a moral I don't like this movie kind of trying to take away is that art might need to trump science rather than live in an equal balance. I think living in an equal balance is better.
1: Yeah. All right. So cut to Vicky back home and she's writing something down. She's, like, always writing. So, every time she's, like, writing in her journal or something, I write that she's writing something down, And we never really learn what it is, but she likes to write shit. I wouldn't be
0: surprised if the book was, like, from her perspective as a diary.
1: Maybe. Um, Then she starts asking Susie what she meant earlier by just kind of knowing someone was, like, the one. How she said, like, she didn't want to date. She just wanted to find the one person that she liked. Um, Susie makes
0: a good point of just, like, I'm the younger sibling.
1: Why are you asking me? Which... Fair, and Vicky goes. It's because you're the genius. And Susie goes. Not about boys. Like I like fucking space. I don't care about boys.
0: Boys in space. Boys
1: in space. Um.
0: How many boys in space do you think there are right now?
1: Benji, this is not important.
0: Nope, we're doing this. No,
1: we don't have to.
0: We can cut it out. We're
1: already like an hour and a half in. You can recording. cut it
0: out. How many people do you think are in space right now? Three. There's ten.
1: Oh shit.
0: You can get wrecked.
1: All right, so uh, Vicky doesn't know which boy she likes more, Adam or Zachary. And she goes, like, Adam is so confident. And Zachary is, like, being out in a storm, which is frightening but exciting.
0: Just say he's a bad boy. He's a
1: bad boy. And then Susie starts, like, kind of spitting facts about them, too, right? right? So she's like, Susie, um, Susie says that, well, Zachary is cuter. But Adam is nicer, but Adam smells like fish, but he has a plan for his life and Zachary does not have a plan for his life, but Zachary has a lot of money, which is like, these are the points that I would look at, too.
0: But I would like to point out this is more, again, of the concept of she's using scientific evidence to try and come to a conclusion about this, which is her motto, motif, whereas Vicky wants to just be like gut feel.
1: Yeah. No, she literally says, like, let's use science to figure it out. She says, just make a pros and cons list, and then award points of importance. Which, honestly, I'm I am think, t- think it's a good plan. I'm too. team
0: science. That's not the moral of this movie, and I, I gotta live with I it. I think
1: it's cool. Which, which boy would you choose?
0: Which boy would I choose? Yeah. Ryan Merriman, 100%. Yeah,
1: I think I would choose Adam, too. Honestly, because Zachary just has a lot of problems. He needs to figure out himself here. out. Yeah.
0: And it's not that I can't be friends with him. Yeah. But... He needs to figure stuff out.
1: Yeah. So and but, it's really nice.
0: But the boys are just choose each other.
1: Also, Adam is like in Dolphins, which is like one of her hobbies. So, yeah. All right. So cut to Zachary and Vicky. They're out on a fancy restaurant dinner date. And Zachary goes, um, so I heard you call the cops on my dad. Good for you. <laughs> Obviously, he hates his dad um and he talks more about his broken home about how it felt like for his parents it was just like too inconvenient for them to divorce so they didn't and then he saw her parents and they were really happy and so it's, I, it's
0: the parents that are not in the movie yeah
1: yeah and he's I don't know, he just like saw a healthy family home and was like what the fuck my home isn't like this so that's kind of one of the reasons why he likes vicky so also just, like, more depth to the character, which mm-hmm. is nice.
0: No, again, these are characters that have more than one dimension to them. Yeah. It's not common for a decom and I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. So then Adam comes in, and Zachary's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I invited Adam. And Vicky's like, whoa, what the fuck?
0: They, I want to point out, I'm not sure how recent this invitation was because they got to a table with only two plates at it, and then Adam's just there. Yeah,
1: I think Zachary just wanted it to be a real surprise.
0: Tell the waiter, hey, only set up two, and then I'll set up another one after.
1: The waitress is like, fuck you. <laughs> um, so then Zachary shows them the pictures that he took, and Adam's like, the pictures aren't enough. They need to catch them in the act using the nets.
0: He's not that appreciative about it, which yes. I kind of feel like is <laughs> kind of mean.
1: Be, he should be more appreciative, honestly, that Zachary went out of his way to like help with this.
0: Cause he doesn't need to do so
1: this. He, it's honestly a little bit just like a "fuck you" to dad, but yeah. Yeah. Um. Then Zachary's like, "Well, that can be arranged." But tonight, let's go dancing. And so they're gonna go out dancing. And Vicky's like, "Adam, why don't you come?" And Zachary's like, oh, uh, yeah, Adam, why don't you come?" Like he doesn't really want to invite him, but he is. Um. And Adam's like, "No, I don't want to come. I don't dance." And so just Vicky and Zachary go out dancing. Yep. But we don't get to see them. We dancing. get to
0: see them dancing. <laughs>
1: Which I feel like they had a good time, and they're really just hammering home that Vicky wants should be with Adam. But like, show me more Zachary. I want it to be more I want even it, of a love triangle. Yeah,
0: I want it to be a bigger choice.
1: Yeah, because honestly, at the like from this point on, it's not much of a choice, and she's obviously just gonna kind of choose Adam. But whatever. So it cuts to later that night, and Vicky's writing in her journal again, whatever, and she hears a voice calling out her name, and it's Adam. And he showed up with a boombox, and he's What's, like,
0: "What movie is the one where they like holds it over the head?" I don't know. The but th- movie. it's the classic. Yeah. Trope. In
1: your eyes, your eyes, bam, bam, bam. That's the song that plays. Yeah. I don't know the title of the movie though. Well, I've never seen it.
0: It's the only thing people know from the movie. I don't even think that movie's like well loved, <laughs> and I don't even think they get together. I'm, I, I may be completely talking incorrectly here. All right. But I'm pretty sure in that movie those two don't end together. <laughs>
1: in Anyway.
0: So he's like, can I have this dance?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he goes all High School Musical 3 with it. And he goes, can I have this dance? Is your office still good? Will you teach me to dance?
0: She goes, changes out of her pajamas.
1: Yep, so they go, and they're dancing on the beach next to a bonfire, which is really romantic. And um, Adam asks her what she's writing about. And she says stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And then the song changes to, like, a slower kind of R&B song and they kind of look at each other and then Vicky's like come on and they like start like slow dancing Mm -hmm. and then Adam talks about how like cool her grandpa is
0: this is where we learn like the grandpa was a sermon like big popular radio sermon guy he goes touring around different states and places and then found the island and is stuck there
1: he settled on the island
0: could have been a big shot like mega church guy
1: no he liked this island Mm mm-hmm um and then vicky goes all right it's your turn to lead like apparently she's been leading this whole time well he
0: she's teaching him to dance i guess
1: but then it's like they start dancing again i swear like nothing changed (laughs) but whatever um and then they kiss
0: (gasps) and this is where like they're kind of still official zach and vicky
1: yeah i was gonna say like it's kind of she's kind of dating both but she's not actually exclusive with any of them no
0: so
1: it's fine she's fine i think it's it's whatever it's romantic like he kisses her like really quickly Peck, and like kind of like oh was that okay and then they like kiss more they like passionately kiss i can't believe this is decon and then
0: You're so lucky you get to talk about it.
1: I know. And then they're heading towards the front door and he asks her to help out with the dolphins again, and this time she's like, alright, sure. And then they have another good night kiss. Another one. They just kissed. DCOM who? Since when can they just kiss? When can a character kiss multiple boys in the same movie? Let alone one boy.
0: This is not a decom. It is a decom, it but it's a DCOM. It, No. <laughs>
1: And then she closes the door and she goes, wow. Because obviously that was like the best night of her life. She got to dance with a cute boy and then later dance again with a different cute boy. Probably kiss, kiss both him. of them. Probably. Man, I wish I could dance with Ryan Merriman and Jared Padalecki and kiss them on the lips. <laughs> anyway. Um, so next day. We see more of the baby dolphin, yay! And they set them free into the ocean. And Adam brings Vicky into the water after they've been like set free for a little bit. And he's like, "All right, I want you to try and call them back."
0: Yeah, Vicky has agreed to start helping a bit with the research. It's like, okay, she's like, "I don't know what to do," but she's like, "Okay, I'll try it."
1: She goes, "What if they don't come?" And he goes, "Well, that's okay. They won't come. I just want you to try." Like he's being really nice. He's been nice the whole movie, and she's been kind of a bitch, but whatever. Um. Then she closes her eyes, and the music plays, and she magically calls them back. And then Vicky asks why. um Adam thinks that the dolphins return to the sea. Back to the conversation they had earlier about how they evolutioned to land and then came back to the sea. And Adam is like, I don't know, like, eh. and he mentions that their flippers are basically like fingers or. If paws, you've seen
0: a skeleton for a dolphin, a dolphin it is just like. Hands. It's like fingers. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. And then um, when they returned to the sea, they had to give up their hands. And Vicky goes, oh, wow. With no hands, there'd be no writing. This is so Vicky. It's so Vicky. Vicky would be like, oh, but fucking mermaids. And like, oh, shit. Without hands, they can't write. What? (laughs) Like That's her first
0: thought. Who's going to write without hands? That's not impossible. (laughs) People do it. They have
1: keyboards underwater.
0: I'm not even typing.
1: (laughs) Oh, and then Vicky asks, "Why do you think they chose to give up their hands? Like something in the water was worth it." This is just a movie doing another philosophical metaphor, whatever. Like
0: this gets a little too much. This movie it drags a bit.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: I've been good. I haven't said it once.
1: I want to say it. All right. You can say
0: it at the end of this episode. Okay, cool. After everything. Everything. <laughs>
1: okay. So then the dolphins finally show up. And Vicky asks the dolphins to, like, do flips. Because <laughs> Adam's, like, talk to them. And they do a flip. And he's like, what you say? And she's like, I said, do a flip. So, yeah,
0: makes sense. Do a flip, Spider-Man.
1: And they start uh, playing with the dolphins and they're swimming around and Adam tells Vicky to ask why they returned to the sea like what they were just talking about like why'd you give up your hands and um, then all of a sudden Vicky like gets pulled under the water and it's like whoa what the fuck and the dolphin starts swimming around her and it's honestly kind of scary it's kind of like cult like yeah, a dolphin cult they're like mm-hmm. doing some kind of ceremony around her I don't know and we see the sun and then Vicky like Busts out of the water and it's in the like, she screams, but it cuts her off. And then all of a sudden she's like on the shore and Adam runs up to her and he's like, oh my God, what happened? The
0: scariest part of this whole scene is what she says after. What,
1: What he said she did. Yeah. And like, we didn't even see this happening. Adam goes like, are you okay? And Vicky's like, yeah, what happened? And he's like, you got pulled under the water, but then you just like got out, calmly walked to the shore and then like sat down. Like, what the fuck? That's horror movie shit.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> that's and then, crazy. this really isn't brought up too much, other than just again, it's the metaphor of we're not supposed to know everything about the world, and that's yeah. what she's learning. Yeah. But why does it happen like this? There's so much questions <laughs> so about this, and we don't get to know.
1: No, they never like bring this up again, but yeah. Um, Vicky said that they were trying to answer her question, but she like she couldn't understand what they were saying. And then she says, "Dolphins are connected with each other; they have no secrets. They're free." It's and he's like, "That's kind of scary." And she's like, "Yeah, it's scary, but like, there's so much freedom in having no secrets, and that's why they returned to the ocean. Is the ocean like heaven?"
0: I don't think is so. Is this a
1: religious metaphor? It is a
0: religious metaphor. I don't know if I know enough about religious. I'm not that religious. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I couldn't fully place a metaphor. It's definitely a thing. I think it's like the realm of knowing versus not knowing. Yeah. Because that's really the key message is art versus science. Yeah.
1: All right. So, cut to Vicky. She's biking back home, and Zachary is waiting there in his car. And he's like, it's time to catch the bad boys. So, then they go to the boat. And the plan is to catch them on video, which hopefully would be enough. And she's like, where's Adam? And he's like, I didn't invite Adam this time because I don't, you know, I know I invited him to dinner, but I don't want him around all the time.
0: Fair enough. Uh But this is just like he's realizing he's losing the battle.
1: (laughs) Well, he admits that like he part of the reason he invited Adam was to like scope out the competition. So, yep. And then Zachary says that Adam is dull. And Vicky's like, no, he's not. And then there's uh, they're in the boat right now, and another boat, a bigger boat, is, like, coming right towards them. And Zachary, like, speeds up, and he's like, you ever play chicken?
0: Yeah, it's just the game of chicken, but with boats instead of cars and or humans. It's just, you're running straight into each other, and whoever turns first loses.
1: Yeah. Um. So he's speeding up, and Vicky's like, stop, stop, Mickey I don't want to. Vicky hates this. Yeah, I would hate it, too. I'd be fucking pissed off. This is the point where I'd be like, yep, Adam's my choice.
0: <laughs> I mean that's basically what happens. Yeah. Because once they go through the entire like action scene of it happening, and eventually yeah, so Zach he, turns. he turns
1: away. It, it was really close though. Like that was dangerous and reckless and stupid. Um. And then so he turns away and she goes, "Take me back right now." So he does, and they're back at the shore. And Vicky goes, "Like I'm sorry that your mom died and your dad sucks." But like, you're better than this. And he's like, hey, I'm sorry. Come on, I like you. And she goes, start trying to like yourself. I'm like, damn, that's a good line. Yeah. That's well, a good clap it's what, back. it's what he needs. That's what he needs to hear. He needs to start liking himself. All right, so cut to that night. Vicky um, walks into the grandpa's room and he's like fallen on the floor.
0: This is the worst he's been health-wise yeah. through the movie. So that's
1: scary. And he calls her by the grandma's name who died. So he, like, didn't realize what's going on. No. But then she goes, like, no, I'm Vicky. And then he, like, snaps back to reality. And he's, like, oh, I'm sorry, I miss I miss your grandma. And she's, like, I, I miss her, too. And she's, like, I'm going to call a doctor. And he goes, no, 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 it's okay. I have these meds.
0: This is where he eventually reveals... He's got leukemia. Yeah, it
1: takes a bit, though. Like, they're looking out on the thunderstorm, and, um, yeah, she's like, seriously, are you okay? And he dismisses it again, and she starts to cry, and he's like, hey, I'm old. But, like, it's okay, I'm enjoying my life. But then he admits that he has leukemia, and that he's only telling her right now because she insisted on it. He wasn't going to say anything until her parents arrived, so her parents are presumably gonna arrive sometime in the summer um I'm like she's sad, it's really sad, yeah, and she's like, "You're the only one who like truly understands me, and he's like there's more people that will come, and they'll like they'll get that she'll get through to them through her poetry, yeah, and he's like. Let me show you something <laughs> again the same trope of grandpa going let me show you something so he asks Vicky to read him one of the poems that she re- that she wrote and then she reads it and it's about how like love lives on or something I don't know and it's a touching moment and they hug and it's
0: nothing too special in terms of yeah. like it's just your typical movie yep. like touching third, moments
1: third grandpa granddaughter touchy maybe the fourth <laughs> they they have a lot of those um and then the next morning she's like grandpa where are you she's but he's done yeah but uh he's making breakfast so he's looking better than last night so and they hug again all right so let me get like another two second scene of the dolphins swimming in the ocean and oh there's annette
0: this is we're getting to the act three finale yep
1: so, cut to the beach and the kids are there, like Vicky, her siblings, and Adam. And Adam said that he tried to write a poem, but it wasn't very good. And he's like, Well, you should have told me, and he's like, No. Why don't you Throw it me away.
0: Read? And she's like, Why would you throw it away? And he's like, You only show your poetry to your grandfather. Yeah, so, so... show me your
1: poems. But then Vicky gets her magic feeling about the dolphins and she runs close to the water and she's like, Oh my god, they're stuck in a net. And so Adam's like, let's call the cops. And she's like, and tell them what? That I have a magical feeling that a dolphin is caught in a net? That's stupid, which is true. And I mean, <laughs> it's stupid yeah. that, like, it's, it, it is happening, but, like, they wouldn't believe her no. is what yeah. I mean. Um, so she calls Zachary because he has a boat. And he's with his dad, but he leaves to help them, obviously, because he hates his dad. And um, they're like, well, how do we get there? How do we know where to go? And then Vicky runs to the end of the dock and goes, follow him. And it's Basil. What? Okay. And He's the baby, I believe. And then Zachary's dad is like, hey, come back to the party or whatever. And he goes, um, I have something actually important to do. Oh, shit. He stood up to his dad. Oh. Didn't see that one coming. Oh, except that he hated his dad the whole time.
0: Oh, what? And then it's... It's like
1: it fully fades to black. Maybe. Well, it's probably
0: commercial break. Commercial
1: break, but they haven't done that in any other parts. No, they, it they did
0: it one other time. Really? They did it after she woke up from the mermaid drink. Made
1: kiss, my favorite part of the movie.
0: They, they have a couple of commercial breaks. I'm not going to fault it because it was made to be a oh, made-for-TV made movie. It's made for TV. <laughs> That's an advantage of the medium. You can make commercial break moments.
1: Yeah. All right, so they're on the boat, and they're following Basil the Dolphin, and also the baby dolphin is there. But they named the baby dolphin we don't
0: really get to know i don't think oregano should we name it oregano you, you like oregano i
1: like it little baby oregano
0: needs to go with the basil
1: yeah, basil um zachary doesn't get how vicky is like knows that they're almost there she's like We're almost there and he's like what the fuck and they don't really tell him what's going on um so they see the boats and then vicky calls her grandpa and I don't. We don't see it happening, but she basically. She's like,
0: we need to get the cops involved on this. Yeah. Obviously, my grandpa will believe me, and then the cops will believe my grandpa. He
1: has good rapport in the community. He's like the yeah. roamer in there, so everyone likes him, and he's a cool guy. Um, so they start the boat. The fishing boat starts pulling in the net, and that's going to kill Enid because she's stuck, and it'll drown. A little bit of time
0: because that's it's a huge net, and she's in the end of it. But it
1: takes a bit to pull it in. So they pull up to Enid, and yep, Adam says they have a few minutes. So Vicky's like, All right. And she jumps right into the water. And uh, we see Grandpa and the harbor master, and uh, Grandpa's like, Hey, can I come with you? And the harbor master's like, Are you okay too? And he's like, Yeah, I feel fine. So they do. Um, they leave. So then back in the water, Vicky can't get Enid out of the net. So Adam grabs something sharp, and he also jumps into the water. And Adam tells Vicky to tell Enid to just, like, hold on, because she can talk to dolphins. And they see, uh, the people on the boat see that they're out there, and they're like, should we stop? And then the captain goes, nope, (laughs) keep pulling it in. And so Adam is cutting the net, and while he's cutting it, you can see his foot starts to get a little tangled.
0: Wonder if that's going to be important.
1: Yeah. And then they cut her free! The dolphin is free! And then all of a sudden, Adam gets pulled under the water because his foot is stuck in the net, and it's actually, like, super fucking scary. Can you imagine your foot being, like, caught in a net, and you're being, like...
0: That feels dead. Oh,
1: my God. You're being pulled towards a boat like you're just going to drown. You're going to die. That's terrifying. Um, So Zachary pulls Vicky back into the boat, and Adam's still drowning. And, and so... driving
0: up to closer where he's actually drowning.
1: Yep, so Zachary drives the boat towards him, and Adam has now passed out under the water. Um, grandpa and the Hovermaster start coming, and then the dolphins come to save Adam. And he, like, he's, his visions kind of come back and, and can't, forth. They
0: can't really directly save him in a lot of ways because they would get caught up in the net.
1: Well, it's just his foot, so he's kind of yeah. on the outside of the net. But then while he's being saved, he sees a mermaid. He sees her. He sees a mermaid. But it's Vicky. She jumped in the water, too. And he's saved. Oh, my God. We have this
0: debate right now. Is Vicky a mermaid?
1: No. That was just him hallucinating.
0: But she also hallucinates it.
1: She dreams.
0: That, is that not what a hallucination is? You think is?
1: she's descendant from a I think she is. That's pretty cool. I wish I was descended from a merman. You might be.
0: Go, <laughs> to, go so. to Ancestry.com.
1: Okay. Um, so the Harbor master then sees that they're using the Drift Nest. And he goes, we got him, Rev. And he's like, yeah, fuck Yeah. And Zachary goes, hey, Captain, you're busted. And they, like, high-five and shit. So, yeah, we did it. We caught them. woo
0: We're getting to resolution. Yeah.
1: So, back at shore, Adam is all distraught. And Vicky goes, they spoke to you, didn't they? And Adam's like, yeah, they did for a second. They told me to hold on. And Vicky's like, I'm glad. And she holds his hand. And Zachary, from a distance, sees them holding hands.
0: And kind of like... Sighs. Sadly, knows he yeah, lost and he walks lost. away, and that's the last we see of him.
1: He doesn't talk at all. For the rest we don't of the get to movie. know how
0: it resolves with his father. We don't get to know how no. it resolves with him in his own grief no, and trauma. See,
1: we don't see his father at all. Shouldn't we see the father being like arrested or something?
0: There's so much more that could be there, and that's not.
1: I'm mad about it. Anyway um so back at home grandpa is like not feeling well the kids are all excited but he's like i'm gonna go take a nap and he kind of hobbles into his room and he, he so we see like the side shot of him opening the door i thought and that was
0: really interesting cinematography yeah inside. because
1: th- it's like the sunlight comes through so he's like kind of stepping into the light a little yeah. bit
0: yeah it's clear like they're framing it he's walking to his death because that is what's happening yeah. and like a truth of the world is A lot of people, when you're dying of a sickness like that, Mm -hmm. the last day you have your last burst of energy. Yep. And that was him doing all the actions of the day.
1: Yep. So then Vicky that night goes into her grandpa's room. She's like, do you want any tea? But then she sees that he's not doing well. Um, And she's like, I'll call an ambulance. But he goes, no, it's my time. I know it's my time. She feels
0: guilty about it because she feels like she caused this.
1: Yeah, but he goes, no, today was one of the best days of my life so that's sweet and then he pulls her in and he says all this like heartwarming stuff he's like vicky you have a wonderful gift and a special voice and like the world needs to see your beauty and then he dies on camera which is pretty wild
0: yeah you don't see that much in disney channel original movies
1: and it pans out to the stars and you see the beautiful stars and then it fades to the next morning and rob is like swinging sadly on the front porch and vicky comes down and she finds suzy with like the cat and the dog and she's like hey Susie," but Susie's all sad like really traumatic mostly traumatic for vicky but they don't really touch on that that her grandpa like literally died in her arms
0: yeah they don't they don't really touch on the fact that that's extra traumatic yeah no
1: Oh, she's putting a real brave face on because like she's the oldest sibling. And, like
0: you know. she has to uh, be the rock until the parents get there.
1: Yeah. So then Vicky finds that her grandpa made volume two of her poem book and it's with blank pages, so she can fill them in. And oh, That's really cute. And then the harbor master stops by to tell Vicky that her parents are going to be there really soon. So then Vicky goes outside to talk to Rob, and this part is fucking wild. It is
0: wild. It. <laughs> This is for a character who the entire character arc of him in this entire time has just been bugs. Keep that in mind when he you hear bugs. this just It's not it's not fortune cookie. This is deeper than Fortune Cookie. This is yeah. someone stoned figuring out the truths of the universe.
1: Yeah, I think he just answered like the meaning of life, maybe. So, okay, so he's Rob starts talking to Vicky and he's like do you think it's possible that there's a planet out there where people don't have eyes? And Vicky goes, "Yeah, that's possible." And he's like so then they wouldn't be able to see. So maybe when they die, they go to a place where they have eyes and they can see. So maybe when we die, we get some something too. Maybe we get some kind of ability that we don't know about and but like nobody could describe it to us. The same way we can't describe what it's like
0: to see. We can't describe seeing to someone who can't see. Yeah. it It's one of those things where it doesn't make sense. We can't comprehend humans in the fifth dimension. Yeah. We can barely comprehend the fourth. It doesn't make sense to us. Yeah. We this, interact in a third dimension.
1: This is, like, some of the most profound shit I've ever heard. This is the same kid that's, like, putting nail polish on bugs and Vicky just kind of goes, like, oh, you, and, like, rubs his head. What the fuck? This kid is incredible. <laughs> um, and then the parents show up, and they hug the kids, and it's cute. So then they're back at the harbor. We're, like, end of movie now.
0: Yeah, we Last minute.
1: Yep. family's leaving, and they are taking the dog and the cat with them. So that's good. I'm glad we know what's happening to them.
0: Otherwise, I'd be, like, who's taking care of them?
1: Yeah, they're, like, taking them back home with them. And Vicky says, Adam, and he's like, thanks for letting me read your poems. And she's like, yeah. And he compliments her, and it's cute. And then um, she's like, I think I'm going to show my poems to uh, the Lit magazine at my school. And he's like, your new school? And she's like, nope, my old school. I'm going to stay there. I'm going to tell my parents that I don't want to go to the fancy school. And honestly, I completely forgot that that was a plot.
0: It it wasn't that big of a plot, but (laughs) it's like, okay, there's another end to tie up.
1: Yep. And then Adam tells Vicky that she's going to be a great artist. And she's like, you're going to be a great scientist. And he's like, you know, your grandpa used to say that art and science are really the one. Uh, uh, the moral movie. of the movie. Yeah. And then she kisses him on the cheek. And he's like, all right. And she goes, good. So will I. So obviously she chooses Adam. And we never see Zachary Here's again. The thing,
0: though. She definitely chooses Adam. I yeah. totally agree with that. I don't think that's them getting together.
1: Well, but these, they're
0: They're saying they're on different life paths.
1: But he's didn't gonna say write. friends,
0: and like he's he, say I'm gonna write, yeah. No, I fully agree. I think they're friends.
1: Um, I think they're gonna kiss more.
0: I think it's not gonna last between them.
1: All right, that's fine. Um, so then they're like boating away. And Vicky sees a dolphin, and they you hear the grandpa saying the poem again. That's a voiceover, and there's dolphins at the end.
0: And that's the movie.
1: And no Zachary, that's it. No no resolution for him, nope. even though he was very much a character in this movie. We don't care about how his story ends, apparently.
0: So what's your overall take on the movie?
1: It's kind of nope. weird.
0: You can say that at the very end.
1: It's kind of weird, but I kind of like it.
0: It's a weird movie. It's weirder in the form of being a disgeneration movie. It's weird in its own right, because, yeah. like, a live dolphin birth doesn't make sense in any movie, regardless of context, but... There's a lot of stuff going on with not a lot of plot. Yeah. We were able to talk a long time about this and you can listen back to this. There's not really plot going on.
1: Not anything like crazy happening though.
0: It's just like a movie that kind of weird exists. It's not that. I, I agree, it's not bad. Um, no,
1: I like it. When we were ranking this the first time, I just kept saying it's kind of weird, but I kind of liked it, and Benji called me out. It's because I was, like, trying to justify ranking it higher because I knew I liked it. I just couldn't really say why. Because it's weird. Where, it's weird for a decom.
0: Where do you have this ranked out of all oh. decoms?
1: Okay, first off, Jank House ranking is at 50, so really close to the middle. Uh, Benji has it at 51, which so you're like basically the same. Yeah. I have it at 39 because I like it.
0: Yeah, I think it's low B tier. I feel, I also have
1: it in B tier.
0: I feel like I'm cool with that spot for it because there's a lot of elements to it that's interesting. Ultimately, the plot's not entertaining.
1: Yeah, I have it like mid B tier. Obviously, we have different numbers of how many are in our tiers. Um, so I have it like mid B tier. Yeah. Um,. Do you want to know how I think it's going to end? Like, what happens after the movie? What
0: do you think happens? Because I already said well, I think, and that's them not getting together. Well,
1: I agree. I think um, that Zachary and Adam are going to be together. I hope so. I Yeah. Because, so we have the, like, you know, the dynamic between Adam and Vicky is like, I like science and I don't, right? But now, with, between Adam and Zachary, we have... I'm rich boy, my dad does legal shit, and then Adam comes in and is like, hey, that's bad, and helps Zachary become a better person, mm-hmm. and they're both still on the island, and Vicky isn't there anymore, so I think that Zachary and Adam should just kiss already.
0: They should have kissed.
1: Yeah, hello. It,
0: a modern movie might Vicky? put them together. <laughs> Who
1: needs Vicky? Vicky's the worst.
0: I'm not sure that goes with the Christianity themes in this movie, but it should.
1: Whatever. The Reverend's dead now. Oh, God. <laughs> Oops.
0: The Reverend's dead. Gay marriage is legal. Huzzah.
1: <laughs> Dolphins. All right. So that was Ring of Endless Light. Kind of weird, but I kind of liked it.
0: You're really stretching it. I said you could say it once.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say as many times as I want so yeah any other thoughts I don't really have any other thoughts
0: not too much more There, we got a lot of talking done through the scene mm-hmm. by scene I think it's time to spin that wheel you were supposed to chant at the same oh, time spin
1: the wheel yeah,
0: okay uh, kind what? of ruined it
1: <laughs> what movie do you think it's gonna be
0: I think Freaky Friday
1: oh yeah I want to pick a more recent one because that's what I actually want it to be I'm gonna pick Kim Possible.
0: Oh, that's not a bad pick.
1: Alright. Spin. It's Genius.
0: Ooh, Ooh, genius. Oh, you know what that means.
1: What does that mean?
0: We might have a guest next time.
1: A special guest?
0: Like the DCOM duo is gonna become the DCom duo plus a guest.
1: Yay, okay, that's exciting. Genius is a is a fun one.
0: Yeah. I I'm curious to see how that comes back because there's a lot I want to talk about that. I'm excited to go back to Genius.
1: Yeah. All right. So stay tuned for when we watch Genius in two weeks.
0: Uh, feel free to reach out to us on our socials. We are active on TikTok. That's at the DCOM duo with underscores between it. Not that active on Twitter and Twitter might not exist after this podcast is recorded. Some yeah. weird stuff's going down there right now. Uh, That's the DCOM duo. Uh, email us at the DCom Duo. Well the DCOM duo at gmail.com. Yep. Um f- listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts.
1: Give us a rating if you like.
0: If you like us, if you listen to this far, thank you. And yeah. yeah.
1: We're excited to keep going on our DCOM journey.
0: Hope you join us with us. And other than that, take care.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> From our next episode,
0: man, that Harvard application letter he threw in the trash—they must have spent a lot of money on that animation. I sure hope they get their money's worth and can use it multiple times.
1: This is definitely what college is like.
0: This is definitely what middle school is like.
1: Chaz Anthony,
0: He'd say it like that. Chaz Anthony. <laughs> he puts on sunglasses, just flicks up the collar, goes, "Yo." Oh, let yes. me win, let me win you that hockey game by making you fly